Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. It is Sunday, the 12th of December. Hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your week. Soon enough, we will be starting our weeks on Monday. <laughs> yes, indeed. Exciting times. It is exciting times. Indeed, this is the last month we start our week on a Sunday. Um, but I'm hoping everyone is having as good of a day as the weather has been. The weather is spectacular outside. It feels so feels good. Feels wintry. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like, you know, when they say, Joe Londony. Like, yeah, Joe Londony. <laughs> yes, indeed. Feels very, very wintry. Um, we've got lots in store for you on today's show as we discuss the future of e-scooters right here in the UAE. If you you want to enjoy the good weather when you're commuting to work, dropping off your kids to school, dropping off, dropping them off to camp. We got to say happy winter break to all the students out there because parents are definitely celebrating not having to drop off kids to school today. Um, but we are going to be talking all about residents and how they can now ride e-scooters across 10 districts right here in the UAE starting from January of 2022. Lots is in store in January. Yes, and we do know a lot of uh, a lot of people like to ride their e-scooters mm-hmm. on the, you know, the Bahaira Corniche right here in Charlotte and all over the UAE. We're also talking about Apple, Amazon, Twitter, and Minecraft, how these four, now surprisingly Minecraft is in the mix with them, are vulnerable as the techs do race to fix a software fly bug in their software. Now, I was a very, 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 very big fan of Minecraft growing up, and you know, I used to build a lot of palaces and mansions in Minecraft, and it was a good time, so I'm pretty surprised. Maybe my uh, credentials have been leaked now. I'll be checking on that in just a bit. But yeah, I mean, um, we're going to see how they can fix this software flaw, and I want to know how Minecraft has mixed up with one of the with all of these big tech giants. Yes, indeed. But to celebrate the new year and to reflect on the year 2021, Instagram is launching playback. It's a new feature that I'm sure a lot of people have come across when they're scrolling down on their newsfeed that will allow you to relive some of your favorite memories of this past year. How can you use it and which photos are you going to be choosing? We're going to be discussing all of this in just a few moments. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about iPhones and how they will be able to give owners a detailed history of what parts were replaced. Now, this is just another right to repair movement by Apple. Now, we do know that now we do have the right to repair in certain parts of the world, Europe, for example. So now we'll be having a history check like how you go to the dealership for your car (laughs) and you will have you will be given a paper saying what has been replaced and what the price was. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, we're talking all about WhatsApp because they have launched a feature that has been causing a lot of controversy on Instagram in specific. They've launched cryptocurrency payments in the United States. How's that going to go? Why have they launched it? And what's the future of cryptocurrency on WhatsApp? This is all going to be something that we're going to be discussing in just a few moments. Keep all 95 locked. We'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Let's enjoy the good weather with playing sports and, you know, just saving up on 
our carbon footprint because e-scooters have become the new trend around the world and especially right here in the UAE. We've seen a lot of people use them to go to work. Some people even use them when they're going outside. It's a great activity to enjoy some time outside in the good weather with friends and family. But right here in the UAE, e-scooters and where you can ride them has been expanded across 10 districts starting from January of 2022. This plan is going to expand the tracks that people can be on when they're riding e-scooters and even it will include a lot of residential areas and 23 new districts when it comes to the second phase. So the UAE is planning to implement different phases where e-scooters can be ridden and that's just to make sure that there are no risks of getting into an accident with other cars on the roads. Yes, and you know, they do a plan to expand the use of tracks of e-scooters to include specific residential areas. And, you know, it is, it is e-scooters have been, you know, very popular ever since around 2018. I remember even there was a kind of trend between uh, the group of guys I, I have as friends mm-hmm. and they were buying e-scooters of their own instead of, you know, renting, uh, renting them out. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, with popularizing e-scooters, you know, the RTA does hope citizens and residents will adopt a healthy and active lifestyle. Now, the riders can make an integrated and efficient transportation network in the Emirate. And RTA also does seek to provide multiple transportation options for users in accordance with top international practices that do keep, uh, you know, Dubai among the leading countries in this field. Now, in other countries, for example, let's talk about Europe where, you know, it's always cold. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, they commute using bicycles, you know, they don't, you know, use cars as much. And that's obviously because of how high their petrol prices are. So they result to commuting via, you know, bicycle or walking. But, you know, we can do the same here. Yes, our summers are very hot, but our winters are very cold as well. So, you know, we can utilize this cold weather and use e-scooters not just for fun, but to get from point A to B. And in the Emirate of Dubai and all across the UAE, you know, the the country has provided, you know, infrastructure for us to use these e-scooters on. Yes, indeed. And there are so many benefits to e-scooters, just like you mentioned, Annie. Apart from uh, A, helping us to get to our destination sometimes a lot faster than you would with an actual car, you're reducing your environmental footprint, you're saving up on money, you're not paying on gas as much, and also uh, helping to kind of get your blood moving, get your body moving, because even though you're just standing, it's not like biking, where you're actually moving the muscles in your body it still actually burns a lot of calories and burns a lot of energy now when it comes to the implementation of e-scooters right here in the uae many emirates sharjah dubai abu dhabi they have all been planning the use and the tracks of e-scooters so that they can make sure it's implemented in a very safe way because one of the biggest risks of e-scooters has been people getting into accidents and by popularizing those e-scooters we're hoping that people will get more inclined to try them out it could be a great idea for kids to even um, enjoy them 
And there are a lot of safety stipulations that are currently in place. Some of them include that the rider and the person renting mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the place that you're renting the bike from, they have to comply with the rules and regulations that are set by the RTA. Uh, they have to, or the RTA in specific, they are governing the use of e-scooters and the traffic safety stipulations like wearing a protective helmet. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, those helmets, they are lifesavers when it comes to just an, an, a quick accident. You know, within a split second, you can fall off of your e-scooter. And if you don't have a helmet on, you may be risking some serious injuries. Yes, and again, you know, safety is our top priority for everyone across the UAE and across the world. You know, prevention is better than the cure, as Omni always likes to say. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at e-scooters during this time, during the winter season, gaining a lot of popularity before the COVID-19 pandemic. I remember back in 2018 and 2019, you know, e-scooters were everywhere. Whether it was in the neighborhood, (laughs) it was at, you know, hot spots across the UAE. And even at the Sharjah Corniche, I used to see a lot of them. And shout out to our Filipino community right here in the UAE. You guys use these e-scooters <laughs> like no tomorrow. I've been seeing you guys all over my house, you know, all over my area. I live on El Majaz Corniche right here in Sharjah. And I'm always looking at, you know, the Filipino community commuting using these e-scooters. It's great. Even in the summer, man, I see them commuting all across, uh, you know, my area. Hats off to these guys. Hats off to you guys. But again, I'm looking at, you know, e-scooters becoming a very, very, very good solution to, you know, commuting instead of walking. Because not only is it quicker and better, but it's fun. Absolutely. Let us know if you have an e-scooter or if you'd like to ride one right here in the UAE. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But coming up on today's show, we still have lots in store. So keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. The internet is on fire. (laughs) That is what, you know, the CrowdStrike head says. He says the internet is on fire as a lot of IT workers are scrambling to patch a flaw that might be the worst computer vulnerability discovered in years. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Apple, Amazon, Twitter, and even Minecraft. Vulnerable as these texts do race to fix a software flaw. Now, a critical vulnerability in a widely used software tool, one which was quickly exploited in the online game Minecraft, is emerging as a major threat to organizations around the world. Adam Myers, who is the senior vice president of intelligence at the cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike, said the internet is on fire right now and people are scrambling to patch this and you know it may just be the worst computer vulnerability discovered in years yes indeed now while people are scrambling to patch it there are all kinds of people who are scrambling to exploit it because in the 12 hours since the bug existed and it was disclosed it had been fully weaponized which basically means that there is every tool out there to be able to exploit it and cause dramatic damage now this flaw just like you've mentioned it may be the worst computer vulnerability discovered in years and it was actually uncovered in an open source logging tool that is very similar to what we would find with cloud servers enterprise softwares that are used across the industry and in many governments unless it's fixed 
It basically grants criminals, spies, programming novices, you name it, anyone with a malicious intent, they have easy access to all the internal networks of big tech giants. Just like we've mentioned, there are big names that are at risk of this vulnerability. Amazon, Twitter, Apple, Minecraft. These spies could potentially have all the access to the internal network, to the valuable data that they own. They can easily plant malware, erase crucial information, and so much more. And the issue is they could plan damage that may not be seen short term. So they'll play some malware that may come into fruition a couple of years down the line mm -hmm. just so that they don't, you know, they don't get caught as the commotion is happening. Yes, playing the long con. Now, the vulnerability was dubbed log for shell and was rated 10 on a scale of 1 to 10, the Apache Software Foundation, which does oversee development of the software. And anyone with that exploit can obtain full access to an unpatched computer that does use the software. Now, ex experts did say the extreme case with which the vulnerability does let an attacker access a web server with no password required. And that is what it makes no, that, and that is what makes it so dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do you use Apple, Amazon, Twitter, and Minecraft? And how vulnerable do you think you are? We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about... What are we talking about, Omnia? We're talking about looking back at the year 2021 because Instagram have launched the new playback feature. So what memories do you want to look back on this year? Pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download in december and towards the beginning of january every single one of us kind of takes a moment to think to herself or himself what have i done this year what is one thing i truly loved about this year what is one thing that i truly hated about this year we look back at the moments that made us moments that broke us moments that we want to cherish forever and now instagram wants to give us the perfect way so that we can share those moments with all those whom we love they've launched the playback feature that many people have probably come across this weekend it's they've really marketed it you know big bold text and color you can't miss it if you scroll down on your news feed and a lot of people have truly enjoyed using it Yes, now users will see a message in their Instagram feed inviting them to create a playback. And if they see a 21, 2021 story they want to add, users can click on the 2021 sticker to view and share in their playback. Uh, now, while playback is uh, likely to be popular, especially with the power Instagram users who want to re-promote their favorite stories, it is a bit puzzling mm -hmm. that Instagram hasn't embraced a simpler end-of-year feature that has been popular in the past, and that is the top nine photo grid. Now, when I look at the playback, it reminds me of Snapchat oh, memories. Yes. <laughs> and Snapchat memories isn't only year by year, it mm -hmm. is day by day. So Snapchat memories will give you a year, two, three, four, however long you want to go back of where you were at this day. Now, I'm looking at the playback, you know, on my behalf, being mm. pretty boring. <laughs> my content was, you know... It's all in the gym, probably. It, it was very disappointing, you know? I was... Uh, but you can edit it. That's the fun thing about it. They give you that, the that's option. That's not fun to edit it. I wanted to see what Instagram actually Would thought pick? of me. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. I agree. Because I felt the same way when I looked at mine. I was like, 
Mm, there were more monumental moments that Instagram could have picked. I don't know why they picked this. I wonder how I can see the playback since and I... D- by the way, funny enough, every moment Instagram has picked had Gabby Maluli in it. Really? Every single one of them. I wanted to share it with him, but every single one of them had him in it. Um, but what's interesting about it, now that you've mentioned Snapchat, it is very similar to what Snapchat does to celebrate the new year. So with the end of the year, all, Snapchat does something very similar. They'll kind of, I don't know how to call it, but like they'll... they'll Snapchat memories. No, apart from the memories. Yeah. So to, to celebrate the new year, they'll put together a mini video of like a look yeah, back. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. They'll do like a look back. And now Instagram is kind of copying the same format. Because in the past years, we used to see Instagram launch the whole top nine photo grid so you can put like a collage of nine favorite photos of yours you can post it on your feed you can post it on your story and i like that but i still feel like this new design is a lot better because with the photos it's like you see a snip like a snippet of every moment but when it's a full story you kind of get to relive it a lot a lot more and you can add stickers if you wanted you can tag the people whom you love it's just more convenient in my opinion yeah, I'm trying to look for, uh, you know... Your grid? Uh, your gr- uh, playback? <laughs> yes, uh, unfortunately I can't find it. I don't know why, but again, mine was uh, pretty boring, you know? And uh, I'm not really that active on Instagram, even though I do want to be. But, you know, Instagram does give you that type of... Uh, you need to be very consistent with your stories. <laughs> I feel like everyone's a professional photographer <laughs> on the app. So me just like flexing like a gym. <laughs> What is, I wanted to ask you, what is one moment that you wish Instagram would have added to a, your playback? A moment. Mm. Mm. This year, 2021. This year. Uh, one of my, my greatest moment of 2021, Omnia, mm. was me emceeing at Exposure. Mm, that's a good That one. was a very, very memorable was moment. Was it in 2021? Yes, it was February 2021 of this year. Oh, the beginning. The yes, very beginning. It was on the 13th of February. Oh, you know the exact date. You know well. why? Because <laughs> Valentine's Day is right after it. I oh, remember that. It was yes. a Valentine gift from me to me. <laughs> Great gift. Um, but we want to hear everyone's memories. 4215, share with us what is one moment that Instagram has reminded you of or that you wish Instagram would have portrayed in the playback. We'd love to hear from all of you and share your thoughts. 4215, taking a short break. But when we come back, we still have lots to share with you right here on Future Talk. Check this out. Check this out. All oh, 95. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the topic of the hour is mm-hmm. the right to fix, the right to replace, the right to f- repair. And we know iPhones have been the topic of the discussion when it does come to the right to repair and whether or not They've Apple users. Yeah. Apple users deserve to have the right to repair, and Europe has been very adamant about that. The European Union has finally let Apple, let their guard down, and let them have the right to repair. But now, Apple or iPhones will be able to give their owners a detailed history of what parts were replaced. Now, in the new iOS 15.2 release, it does have a feature that can tell if a screen or battery is OEM or not. Yes, indeed. Now, you know, this reminds me of, remember the days when people used to be very, very apprehensive of whether or not 
the phone that you have is original. Like there used to be copies of iPhone. They would be like, oh, this is the this is the Sini iPhone, like oh, yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. iPhone. Oh, this is copy one. This is copy two. And now it's like there is absolutely no way this could happen because if there, even if a, if if someone tried to. They can't trick the system. The mm-hmm. phone itself will tell the owner that, oh, my parts aren't original. Mm-hmm. My parts have been replaced or my parts are just not originating exactly from Apple, which I feel like it would bring a lot of comfort to people who truly want to use only Apple products, not just have it for the name. Yeah, again, I mean, we're looking at how this is also very good for future repairs. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say, for example, you had to repair, replace your battery. And obviously, with the right to repair, a lot of manufacturers, a lot of companies will start, you know, creating their own batteries now and, you know, selling it to these repair shops. So let's say, for example, you repair your battery, you replace your battery, and then your battery stops working again down the line. You will now know why and how and what was replaced in that device. So I kind of believe that this is a very, very good start to the right to repair and apple has finally let its guard down and let you know the the public repair their phone now apple did start including a warning when an aftermarket or ungenuine screen was installed and now phones as old as xr models can warn if a battery is ungenuine as well while iphone 12 and 13 can call out more including the cameras so soon enough we will we will be knowing what is in our phone from a to z and it is a very good thing again because let's say omnia you want to sell your phone to someone this person can go over and check on the phone and see if you have any fake or genuine parts on the phone before buying yes indeed and earlier versions of the ios on the iphone 13 actually threatened to make screen repairs a lot more difficult and there was going to be, or I think there still is, a warning label and a deactivated face ID sensor if you happen to change the screen at any other repair shop apart from Apple. So your face ID won't work and you're going to constantly get that warning label that this screen is not authentically from Apple. Now the iOS 15.2 has updated the process so that they can allow repair by users at a third party shop that is specifically associated with Apple without a complaint from the device. Now, buying and selling used iPhone markets, uh, iPhones is a huge market. We've definitely seen Apple somewhat encourage this because if you want to trade in your iPhone, your older iPhone, you would get a good discount on your brand new purchase. And that's all so that they can kind of save the environment, use up the parts that they still can from the old iPhones. But it can be definitely scary not knowing if the device is going to be low quality if there are any parts displayed if you know the battery is the the biggest thing with the battery is that it may overheat we've heard endless horror stories of batteries exploding with people once they're charged because they're not original they're chinese not real and it can be very annoying when you've paid a lot of money on a phone deeming to be original only to find out that it's just fake yes and again that is another move by apple to you know Give what the people have been wanting, which is the right to repair. So we would like to thank the European (laughs) Union for, you know, pressuring Apple to give us the right to repair. But I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, let us know if you think this is a great move or not. Or is Apple making a very big mistake? I believe that they're making a very good move because 
This will incline more people to buy from original Apple product repair shops mm -hmm. instead of going to the guy down the street. Have you ever replaced your battery at the guy down the street? Probably an iPhone 6 battery. Mm. I replaced an iPhone 6 screen, yep. a battery, uh, I think my uh, my home button as well, but that mm. ripped my iPhone. <laughs> so that was a bad thing to do. I know in many countries, especially the Middle East, it's it's the normal. It's the norm to go and replace your battery. They just do it and they're like, oh, you'll get a brand new phone after you do that. Yeah, you get a brand new phone because you have to go back to Apple to unbrick it and pay Basically. 1400 for a brand new phone. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about what's up launching, launching cryptocurrency payment, payments in the U.S. of A. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. I remember thinking Hani would like this feature once I read the headline because, you know, it involves an app that Hani hates, but a feature that he loves, which or something that he loves when it comes to money and that is cryptocurrency because whatsapp has decided to launch a cryptocurrency payments pilot system not around the world yet only in the u.s but i expect that this is going to be coming to every country very soon yes ladies and gentlemen the topic is cryptocurrency now cryptocurrency has been deemed as a way to break the bank to break the old-fashioned u.s dollar and now cryptocurrency has been getting a lot of traction in the recent in recent years. We do know the number one bit, uh, cryptocurrency right now is Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And WhatsApp wants to capitalize on the exchange of cryptocurrencies as everyone is trying to get their hands on cryptocurrency because, you know, it can be a very good investment and can make you a lot of money. And, you know, WhatsApp does want to capitalize on this market as this market is you can say relatively untouched by the big dogs. And we do know that Facebook did want to come out, come out with their own cryptocurrency that was deemed Libra. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it didn't really jump as much as we thought it would jump. Now, WhatsApp has launched that new pilot that does let a limited number of people in the United States send and receive money from within a chat using cryptocurrency. And that feature is powered by Novi which is Meta's digital wallet that was launched as a pilot just around six weeks ago with payments being made using PAX dollars or USDP, which is a stable coin pegged to the US dollar issued by Paxus. Now, a stable coin means the price will never change. Mm. No matter what happens, if the market crashes or the market surges, the stable coin will be capped at the set price. So the set price would be $1. So again, this is a very, 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 very big news for people in the crypto universe. Absolutely. And now sending a payment using cryptocurrency is going to work very similar to how you would send any other attachment in WhatsApp. So you can find the feature by simply clicking on the plus button. Uh, or the paperclip icon on Android and you select payment from the menu that appears and then after that there are no fees for sending or receiving money so WhatsApp is not going to be taking a fraction of the price and there are no limits on how often payments can be sent. There are also no fees to keep a balance in your Novi account or to even withdraw it to your bank account. So payments are honestly transferred instantly and this is going to be making it a lot easier for people to send money to family, to friends, 
especially around the holiday season, it's going to be as simple as sending a typical WhatsApp message. Now, this is originally available now in the U.S. and in Guatemala. However, users in Guatemala don't get access to the new WhatsApp payment functionality as seamlessly as people in the U.S. do. They are going to be hopefully launching it all around the world very soon. But it's honestly exciting to see, you know, Meta's much-hyped cryptocurrency plans that were officially announced back in 2019 come into fruition in 2021. Yes, we're looking at, you know, what's up uh, touching a market of 1.6 billion people who do not have access to a bank account and would like to send and receive money through WhatsApp. This is looking a, like a very, very, very big initiative by WhatsApp to tach, tap into the crypto universe. You, you know, know what I saw today? I, mm. I read an article that I thought was so interesting about someone commenting on the concept of meta. And they said that it's very similar. I'm not sure if you've watched this movie, honey, but it's called Surrogates. And it talks all about how people thought they were living in this virtual universe mm -hmm. and come to find out that that virtual universe became their real life and their real life was just like a game they play every now and then mm -hmm. and we find that happening nowadays with people especially those who game like 16 hours a day it's like they go to work through their games they talk to friends through the games they have family members on the game it's like the game where the metaverse became the real world and the real world became just a game that they visit every now and then. And it's sad to see, but I feel like it's it's the plan that Mark Zuckerberg has had all along. Yes, I mean, again, a lot of people use the internet as escape from reality and some people use reality as escape from the internet. Mm, that's now, a good one. I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Now, you know, when we're looking at cryptocurrency in general, you know, uh, a lot of other applications have been very, you know, have been trying to do the same. I feel but like what's it's up? monopoly money. <laughs> it's not monopoly money. I mean, it's it's a very... It's real money, but it doesn't it's, click in my head. It's very demanding money. It's a, You have to look at the market. It is kind of like Forex exchange. Mm. And, you know, cryptocurrency could make you a lot of money. It could make you lose a lot of money as well. But again, we're looking at cryptocurrency soon enough being used across the metaverse, not only, you know, in real life, across the metaverse as well, because the exchange of payments would be much, much easier using cryptocurrency on the metaverse and much safer as well. Now, when we talk about the metaverse, again, I will uh, say this one more time. Land in the metaverse has been sold on Decentraland for $2.5 million, and that was bought solely using Ethereum, just to put that into perspective. <laughs> so, you know, you could ma maybe be a real estate agent it's, in the metaverse. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. People are buying land, selling lands. Getting married. Getting married, getting uh, friends and family all on the metaverse. Let us know, have you ever been interested in having a life like this? I personally feel like it's a sad one, but many people are truly enjoying it. We'd love to hear your thoughts for 215. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we want to wish you a beautiful day as beautiful as the weather today and you can catch us again tomorrow same time same place only here on pulse 95, 95.